Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chickdays. Well, you're probably seeing it on the nightly news. Maybe it's even conversation you've had at the dinner table. What is going on with inflation? What is going on with a potential recession? Where are interest rates headed? Some big ideas, some big conversations, but we want to bring it to the farm level and how it impacts agribusiness. It's time for a conversation with our friends from Compure Financial. And joining us today to focus in specifically on those items is their chief risk officer. That's Bill Moore. Bill, you know, this has been a big topic of conversation before the new calendar year started. Why don't you do me a favor and just kind of give me your quick recap on what 2022 was all about. We saw the Fed moving interest rates. The word recession started becoming more part of conversations. What did you notice in 2022? Thanks, Pam. Well, 2022 is a year where the, the Federal Reserve really had to pick up its game because 2021 for most of the year, it denied that we were having inflation. So by the time we got to 2022, they were behind the eight ball and had to make a number of moves in order to, to try and get inflation under control. In fact, we saw, although it was debatable on the terminology, a short recession in 2022. And a number of people in the pundits in the media and at the, the press corps had debated whether it was a recession or not, but that was almost not the point. The point was, was it a blip in the road or was it a sign of things to come? And I think it's probably more likely to be a sign of things to come. As the Fed really ratcheted up interest rates, I think they moved something like times in 2022, and including uh, rate increases at a faster pace than they ever have before. We're very likely to see a recession in the general U.S. economy in 2023. Now, does that emerge in the first quarter or the second quarter or the third quarter? I'm not sure. But consensus today is surely that uh, the numbers are going to slow uh, and we're likely to see a downturn in the general economy for 2023. Now, for U.S. farmers, the good news is the ag economy and the general market economy don't necessarily move together. In fact, they kind of march to the beat of their own drummer and I do feel much more positive about the ag economy today uh, than I do necessarily the general U.S. economy in itself. Right. Let's talk more about that, Bill, because, again, whenever farmers hear the Fed's moving interest rates, they recognize that that's going to impact them. In agriculture, we look at a lot of long-term debt. Uh, much of that, I'm assuming, would have already been locked in place. Tell me a little bit about those uh, movements on the interest rates and then, again, the strategy on 2023. That's a fair point. I think you did see a lot of farmers lock in rates over the last three years, which will be really beneficial to them over the next, call it, three, five, ten-year time frame. As we look at variable rates today, they, they really get dictated by what the Fed does. And the Fed moved from essentially a zero federal funds interest rate as we ended 2021 to we're now about 4.5%. And for the most part, if you look at, at where people are expecting they're expecting that rate to top out at, at five and one-eighth uh, sometime during 2023. The interesting part is because we're headed to that recession, the consensus on what I'll, I'm putting air quotes on here, Wall Street 
expect that the Fed not only will stop raising interest rates, there's actually some consensus out there that they think they will start cutting interest rate 2020. However, I, I think that's a, that's a pretty optimistic scenario because of the inflation that we're seeing. We're seeing inflation today above 5%, which is much, much higher than the Fed really wants us to uh, operate as an economy at. Their target is more like 2%. And even though typically in historic periods, the first course during a recession, I think if you see a recession coupled with uh, continued high inflation, you're not going to see the Fed stop. In fact, I think you could see the Fed continue to proceed. Now, that's a, a, uh, a contrary opinion to common consensus today, but I do think it's the risk that if the Fed doesn't get control of inflation right away, that they will, they will continue to raise interest rates to a higher level than we're, we're currently expecting. Bill Moore's along with us. He's the chief risk officer for Compure Financial, and we're talking about the big picture. What is going on with interest rates, recession, inflation? So let's hone in a little bit on that, Bill. Inflation is, as you said, uh, going up. What does that do to farmers, to agriculture, especially if it's something that persists? Well, I imagine anyone who's listening to this today understands the increases we've seen between 2021 and 2022 in input prices for the, for the farmer. I mean, we've seen big raises in, in, in fuel costs, fertilizer, uh, pesticides, uh, feed, rent. I mean, really across the board, if you look at, at the different inputs, almost all of them increased you know, pretty significantly in 2022. And as we look out to 2023, it's not necessarily getting any better. It's probably not getting materially worse but it's definitely really not getting better. We've seen some fuel costs come down. We've seen some transportation costs come down. But ultimately, we're projecting a pretty large decline in net income per acre uh, for, the, for the farmers in the, in the sort of the, north, uh, the northern plain belt uh, to maybe around $43, $45 an acre in 2023. And if you compare that, I mean, you were talking about hundreds of dollars uh, per acre in 2020 and 20, excuse me, 2021 and 2022. So inflation has a pretty big hold on what those numbers will look like because we've done some analysis all the way back to the 1970s that suggests the revenue line or the commodity prices, so things for soft commodities like corn and soybeans, don't necessarily follow inflation up and down they tend to move based on supply-demand things that we've seen, much like we've experienced with Ukraine, as an example. That's really bolstered the price of commodities. However, all the input costs do tend to trend with inflation. So you could easily see a scenario where uh, commodity prices maybe come down from where they are today, and input costs, costs continue to rise. Now, We've had such a good couple of years that working capital levels are very high. In fact, on average, uh, our benchmarks suggest that farmers have working capital that are as much as three times our, our traditional underwriting standards, which means they can weather a storm. So even if we have a small decrease in, in profitability uh, for where the expectations are today, farmers should be in a pretty good spot. 
the question I have is, what happens if that persistent inflation lasts for four or five or eight years? Um, then you, it really begins to erode the balance sheets uh, over time because it, persistent inflation is not good for our income statements as an industry. Boy, it, well, and just thinking of the average age of the farmer, I mean, they don't want to give everything back just because of this kind of government policy and, and uh, economic uh, uncertainty. So let's talk about what you're guiding them with, Bill. What are you making for suggestions to clients on, like you said, protecting what they've got, thinking smart going forward, and watching these uh, decisions that are coming down the road? What are you, what are you advising them? Well, I wouldn't be a good chief risk officer if I, the first thing out of my mouth was risk management practices. You know, we highly encourage that if you're going to lock in prices for your, for your cost side of your balance sheet or your income statement, that you, you begin to lock in revenue as well. So make sure that there's good hedging practices in place. Uh, you don't want to be long too much on the commodity side in case it changes if you're locking in, say, a fertilizer purchase or a seed purchase or a pesticide purchase. So you want to make sure that those two things are aligned. Also, on the interest rate side, I think today the interest rate environment is suggesting that rates will stay flat or maybe go lower depending upon what type of product you have. I do think that the risk is not uh, that they go down. The risk is that they go up. Um, and so we do encourage that when you're penciling out transactions and you're setting your interest rates, that you know what you can afford, you know where sort of the tipping points are, are where you can lock in rates or not lock in rates, because you don't want a 100% variable and find out two years from now that, that variable rates are much, much higher because the Fed failed to contain inflation. You want to be able to lock in where you can, and I think there are opportunities today to lock in rates at different points of the curve, which over time could turn out to be pretty beneficial and I'll be honest, the good thing about farm credit is if, if, in fact, this is the top in interest rates and rates do go down in the future, we have some features in the farm credit uh, lending structure that do allow you to reset your interest rates if they were to go lower for a fairly nominal fee that turns out to be a win-win for all parties. So always making sure that you understand what products are available to you, how do they pencil out, um, and make sure you're getting the the proper sort of on-the-ground advice, whether it's from your agronomist, your financial officer, uh, utilize things like the credit officer at your local farm credit would be a great example as well. Yeah. Like we said, there's so many unanswered questions and definitely a lot of, uh, shall we say, turbulence in the marketplace. Don't become a victim. Have that conversation today. Again, our thanks to Bill Moore, Chief Risk Officer with Compure Financial. He's got his eye on the ball as far as inflation, interest rates, and the future of your farming operation. Make sure you're having conversation with your Compure Financial Officer. And like you said, credit manager as well, get their thoughts on what's happening as it happens and plan before it happens. You can find all the resources available online right now, Compure.com, for a local Compure office near you. Bill Moore, Chief Risk Officer with Compure Financial, along with us.